On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, there's a new Pizza Bruno bagel shop opening in College Park. A Mr. Rogers mural is welcome to the neighborhood. And you can win major bucks for East End Market on our Instagram page. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com, and with me today is... Scotty Campbell. Scotty, thanks for filling in for John. John, uh, for those repeat listeners, John's over on a Tom and Dan cruise, drinking and having a mediocre time, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That includes Winter Park to Soto, from Paramore to Baldwin Park. Uh, Scotty, in your day job, you work for the library, right? I do. I'm the marketing specialist for Orange County Library System. And for those who don't know, we're gay together. We are gay together. Like every night. Yeah. And you're welcome for that image. (laughs) Scotty, do you have any headlines or should I just jump into mine? Jump in the headlines and I'll I'll give the commentary. All right. I want to say right now you should head on over. To Instagram, we're doing an Instagram giveaway with East End Market. You have a chance to win a hundred East End dollars, East End bucks, which you can use at their upcoming evening exchange event, which is happening on March fifteenth from six to ten p.m. That's a headline. Did you hear about this yet? The Instagram, the event. I've heard about it, Instagram. <laughs> no, get out. <laughs> we're not gay together tonight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's like a night market, but they're going to have workshops. It's like 30 okay. curated, really cool makers. Uh, Is this the one that Sean did the uh, poster for? Sean from Secret, Secret Society. Society Goods? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He did. It's, it's really cool. cool. You can check that out. Head on over to Instagram if you win 100 bucks, and you can spend it that night on some of the best local makers in town. They're basically Sounds awesome. enabling you to buy a hand-sewn leather wallet from a local maker. If you want. Which you need. Which you need. Everybody you need needs. Uh, Sideward Brewing has oh, opened. Oh, we were there last night. And I should say, since we're talking about beer, we're recording tonight in Red Light, Red Light in Audubon Park. And we just had a killer meal made by our friends at Smoking Donuts. Donuts. Love them. Yeah, Love delicious. Them. That brisket is like no joke. And this is coming full circle because the person who served us our beers is wearing a Sideward's Brewing t-shirt. Insane kismet. Well, it's one thing that we noticed when we went to this uh, special tasting was that the brewing community really supports each other, which was cool to see. Yeah, they're part of this Central Florida uh, Brewers Guild or Brewing Guild. I can't remember which one it is, uh, where they do support each other and they go out and they taste each other's beers. If you're opening a new brewery uh, and maybe your rigs aren't producing as much as they should or you 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 need to build back stock, a lot of other brewers will help other brewing yeah. places start up and, and just make their beer for them. More of that. I, I I get this feeling that beer is going to save the world. That's that's what that's my that's what I learned. You're also by very going to sideways. Very steady beer drinker. I am, and I feel like I'm saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> How many does it take before you you feel that way? <laughs> like one. Honestly, I always feel that way. As soon as you have one. Save the world. <laughs> and I'm wasted. I think I just peed myself. So Sideward Brewing has just opened up in the Milk District. This is the new brewing place that opened up in the 
warehouse behind Stasio's Italian yep. Market. Right in the corner of Bumby and uh, Robinson. It's a 3,500 square foot space that previously was occupied, I think, by like Antioch Learning Academy. I think they had that whole building to themselves. Yep. Yep. And now National Real Estate headed by uh, my fake boyfriend, Giovanni <laughs> Fernandez. I, I got to talk to him for a while. Love him. Uh, he's also the guy behind Hourglass District. Uh, has made this happen and it's gorgeous i what it's such a it was interesting to be sitting there knowing that the full building is occupied and this completely redone parking lot knowing that you're in the milk district and you're seeing a district on the edge of becoming something else and we were sitting next to our friend uh zach alfson who's the new executive director of the milk district main street and you see across the street where the dudes who bought uh, Whiskey Lou's are opening up this other thing called the Milk Social and uh, right next to MX Taco. And so it's just interesting to see all of that changing and getting spruced up, but I think still retaining its flavor. Absolutely. Well, I mean, basically what you're saying is they didn't have to knock everything down to create something new. They're rehabbing these buildings, so, it, so it's yeah. maintaining a charm that I already, already had and revitalizing it, which, which is, is which is what a Main Street program is supposed to be about. Which is what I wish had happened to the residential side of the Milk District. Infamously, a lot of their properties were bought up and flipped into duplexes. It's a shame they couldn't keep like the quirky residential feel. Uh, but if I had that kind of money, I'd be doing it too, Scotty. I'd be, I'd be buying up properties and flipping them and make them crazy too. I just think I would make them a little bit weirder, a weirder looking, messier design. I think I would take the existing houses and and flip them. It's like like on our road on Montana, there was a beautiful craftsman that got ripped down, and it's yeah. right currently it's a dirt lot where the feral cats go to poop. <laughs> um, but I guess they're just gonna I, who knows what they're gonna build. They're prob- probably gonna build one of those like uh, buildings that looks like you know somebody. Bumped into a coffee table book of a Frank Lloyd Wright, <laughs> and and you know it's like and it boxy off and on things are, yeah, and uh, I'm sure that's what they're going to do. But yet there was this awesome little craftsman that was there, and I think our weird we're in this weird interim place between Mills Fifty and Lake Yol or uh, what is it? Park Lake Highland. Park Lake Highland is actually where our, Which, our house is. So it's is. interesting to see that periphery pushing further, right? We got a wobbly table, Scotty Campbell. Yeah, we do. Anyway, Sideward Brewing's open. It's delicious. Go. Kind of punk rock. The, Go. The old brewer of that space, or the new brewer, head brewer, is uh, head brewmaster. What? Was the brewmaster <laughs> here at Red Light, Red Light oh, before really? he moved okay. over. Okay. So that's maybe explains why the bartender here is doing it. I think they say. I, I, no, I think it's what they like master. to call them. They don't and, like to be called brewmeister. <laughs> oh, they should think about that. <laughs> and uh, Miss Mandy... She's been in the beer scene too. So they got a triumvirate of really cool local beer dudes. Have you ever heard of a Burgermeister? No. You don't know what that means? No. That's a mayor of a mayor of, vill- of a village if you live in Germany. In Germany. Burgermeister. Doesn't that sound like somebody who works for Ronald McConnell? I blame, I blame the Air Force for making you think <laughs> this way, Scotty. Uh, you can blame the Air Force for a lot about <laughs> me. That's true. Things. This is true. The Imperial in Winter Park opens. Tonight, Thursday, we're recording Thursday. Uh, it's opening off of Park Avenue at 170 Morse Boulevard. It's a beer and wine venue slash furniture shop. Yep. That's all you got to say? Well, so it's uh, 
it's it's interesting because in Ivanhoe, uh, they had the original, they had a furniture store that then turned into a bar. bar. During the kind recession. Of like, kind of like moved into that, right? And now, now that's become the concept is that you're drinking beer on the furniture that you want to buy. And eventually you have enough beer that you think you can afford the stuff you're sitting on. Because <laughs> that's some, it's some gorgeous stuff, but it's pricey. It's just, yeah, but that's yeah. why I think Winter Park is the perfect, perfect fit place for, for it. it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Really cool, like, Indonesian import things. And they also own a, they have, they had a space in Sanford and they cut it in twain. And half of it turned into an Irish pub and the other half is, like, still the, the, the import yeah, feel. Yeah, we just there, right? No, it's a little bit confusing. Yeah, it was. It right? Was. Mishmash. Yeah. It was good, though. Yeah, we Good truffle drank. fries. Uh, so this one has just opened up. I think it's going to do really well. I love the hybrid concept of retail meets something else or, or mishmashing yeah. different retail uses together. I don't think... I think especially in this day of, like, Amazon... You have to have something a little bit different that well, keeps unique. people in there, yeah. unique. Otherwise, it's a drop in the bucket and nobody cares. Yeah. Right? And so if you keep people around, and their furniture is beautiful, right? That little, uh, the one in Ivanhoe Village that you mentioned before, Scotty, has that great little outdoor patio space, yeah. which could be Bali. Charming, yeah. You know? And it's an alleyway. It is an alleyway. And you yeah, don't think that you when you're there. Right. I love that. More yeah. of that, please. More of that. Eola General has now opened. It's really pretty. Thank they did you a great Heights. job with it. We tried to record there tonight, but they closed at 8 o'clock. They were like, no way. Get out of None here. None of your kind. Get out of here, homo. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what they said. Let's not spread that rumor. They didn't say that. They, they love the nice. homos. They were very nice. Uh, it is the old handy pantry space. Yep. Now converted by Sean Kelly of something in Sanford. I always forget the name of it. And Sean Noonan from Dixie Dharma. And Mr. Joe from this pizzeria up in Sanford, they are teaming up, making it super cool. So it's like an upscale general store, which is exactly what I would have done with that space, Scotty. Is it? Yeah. I think I'd have That's more weird. like I would have made a disco. <laughs> like the world's smallest disco. You probably would. <laughs> with Let's 70s music all day, all night. And nobody would go. And he could have a Schlitz malt liquor. What would you call it? <laughs> Scotty's obviously <laughs> Scotty's Scotty Schlitz Scotty's disco ball. Scotty Sch- <laughs> We're gonna get kicked off. Um, I'm, I'm gonna write down that time just in case. Uh, what was wrong with disco ball? No, I, the the liquor we just said could be. Oh, <laughs> sounds, we, we, sounds we're nasty. promoting somebody. No, it just sounds like a nasty word. Eola <laughs> <laughs> General. I don't know what I'm gonna say about it. I don't know what you're going to say know. either. Dixie Jarma, one of the part owners, is opening a new location in the Armature Works in Tampa. So, like, they're just blowing up. He's nice. also in that Hourglass uh, Foxtail space. I wanted to be – do you have Go something ahead. else to say? Because I, w- I wanted to congratulate Oof. you for uh, getting third for the sixth year in the row, row for the Wave Awards, the Watermark Awards. Behind bungalow or no, wait, I'm sorry, behind uh, Watermark themselves and uh, <laughs> OIC <laughs> Orlando, Orlando Immunology, which I'm pretty sure when you look at the awards, like they have somebody sitting on a computer. Oh, yeah, they just like to say, Come Every over. Every time you check in, so those of you who don't know, Watermark is the local gay newspaper, 
LGBTQ alphabet soup newspaper. Uh, and they yeah, they've had the Q now, haven't they? Six years in a row, yeah, I've gotten third place. I wasn't even nominated news writer this time, but but Watermark sure got two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the writer... I sound bitter. Uh, I sound bitter. I love winning third place. I have all of my third place <laughs> uh, certificates framed and sitting behind my desk. I think it's hilarious that there's a glass ceiling of third place for me. Yeah. I don't want it to ever change. I think it's fantastic. I love it. And I love that Watermark readers come to us third after going to OIC and Watermark. I, I think I love Watermark. I've, I've uh, been writing for them for over two decades um but i think they need to shake some things up with this wave award situation and and particularly with the voting i think they need to cast their net wider because uh it's it's uh some of the some of the winners are a little bit silly like (laughs) no i'm not i'm not gonna go there but uh but i and also i don't know i think i think if you're a publication i think this goes for the weekly too I think you should really think when you're doing a best of perhaps the publication itself should be recused from being part of it. I want to see we go through this. John always says that. I want to say who cares? If that's who they want to vote for, that's who they want to vote for. Well, it's ultimately whoever let's look, your, your let's look at so, what let's look at the category that you got third in. Watermark gets best website. Well, they're on the Watermark website. That's why they answer that. It's not because it's a good website. I disagree. If Bungalore did an awards and we asked people to do best website, our readers are so honest, they would say like Vox.com or like, right. you know, Orlando said no. They, they wouldn't say Bungalore. They yeah. vote for their favorite thing. Watermark uh, is very, it's, an, it's a niche newspaper. And they're gonna, and if you're reading it religiously and participating in surveys like that, they're gonna vote for the things that resound the most with them, and that happens to be the gay newspaper. And if that's where they're getting their news, that's great. I don't think we have a lot of overlap, so I'm excited to get third. I'm not. I don't think they should recuse themselves. If that's who they're gonna vote for, that's. It's like the thing with Orlando Weekly every year. People don't want chain restaurants to be eligible for to win. And I, who, some of those chain restaurants are owned by local people. So, like, who cares? If, if that's where people are eating, it's, rep, it's supposed to be representative of, of your viewers, of your listeners, your readers. Like, that's what that is. It's not a slice of all of Orlando. It's a slice of what your readers like. And, and if that's where they're going and spending their time and who they want to vote for, then all the power to them. Who are we to say, take that out? All right. <laughs> That's all you got to say? Yeah. All right. That can be wrong. <laughs> you've, sp- you've spoken your piece. All right. And you don't want to. Tim, this is what happens when you get your boyfriend up on the air. They don't want to talk about it. They just <laughs> well, I, just- I do want to. Uh, one of the awards that I did agree with, uh, Doug Bowser won for his trivia, which is awesome. And he's got uh, next week he'll have. He, he's changed his trivia to be more of a monthly thing, so it's more of an event. So next Wednesday at Hammered, uh, I'm sorry, Hamburger Mary, um, he'll have his trivia. So congratulations, Doug. Congratulations. I love him. Uh, there's a cool job alert. If y'all are looking for a job and you're into sustainability, Orange County is looking for a new chief sustainability officer. Whoa. It's it's literally making sure that like buildings are built correctly. There's recycling programs. The job pays ninety four thousand to one hundred and twenty thousand. Uh, it's a cool job, man. 
get out there. I might even throw my hat at it. Oh, yeah? Who knows? I got a big hat. At least for today. Uh, Downtown Orlando Partnership just launched a new foundation. And the Downtown Orlando Partnership, for those of you who don't know, is a business association. It's a nonprofit. Very sponsored and made possible by the Downtown Development Board and the CRA. I think it's been around since the 60s, though. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, a long time. And they have launched a new foundation called Avrio. And everyone else is saying it like super English. Avrio. Like Avrio Levine. And it's Avrio, which is Greek for tomorrow. And they're planning the downtown for tomorrow. So tomorrow. Through the foundation, they will be funding things that lined up with like the DTO vision concept from years ago. How long ago was that? Five years ago? DTO thing, yeah. Project DTO, I yeah, about five yeah. years, six years. Collective visioning thing process. We got to do people. vision books. That was fun. We did. That's all you cared about was drawing dogs. It was awesome. I I came up with some uh, really cool ideas uh, that I don't know if anybody ever paid attention to. Uh, not unless uh, it was nice designed by Prismatic. Dog. Is it gonna go anywhere? You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Who designed Avrio's beautiful logo? <laughs> oh boy! Designs were just released for the new Orlando Tennis Center by Borelli and Partners. They're the same people who designed the new police station, and this is the new. It's moving from Paramore to the Packing District uh, over on the new park, which I just heard about, Scotty. The the park uh, that's getting put into the Packing District has caught led, led to a lawsuit. Somebody's suing the city because that it's a wetland. They don't want it to be touched, so they think well, it affects the St. John management area. They've left most of that green space untouched. They're really just touching a slice of it, which is where they're putting the rec center and the tennis center. Well, if somebody has a concern, I think it should be looked at. Because I yeah, not sued though, <laughs> right? Well, how do, how else do you stop the city from doing whatever they want? You say. You write bungalower. <laughs> Give me a heads up, and I'll. No, talk I to think them. the city, uh, the city needs to be kept in check, um, and, and I'm good, good for these people. You can write him at Scotty at TMB Projects. No, you know they can, they can just talk to me. You know, next I time know, they're on I an know. elevator with me, they can actually address me. It's going to cost five point five million dollars. This new tennis center, sixteen new tennis courts. Very fancy, great design. Uh, I think the architects are super cool. I actually get and to it, meet with them later this week, and they're going to tell me more plans. And how, do we know, like, uh, in the population of Orlando? Uh, not even I'm not even saying Orange County, but in the population of Orlando, how many people play tennis? Yeah, I think the Winter Park one is like at capacity of people playing it, and I know the one that they had by the Rec Center in Paramore was fairly busy. I don't know. They must have done a study if they're going to spend that much money on it, they're right? Putting that much money, yeah, yeah, five point five million. <laughs> but see, that's that's, uh, yeah. Okay. Sue them and find out. No, they're just going to make it. <laughs> no. I don't care. It looks beautiful. You can okay. land a plane on it. Well, if they, they'll have that beautiful thing in the, at that weird intersection, <laughs> and that's so we're talking that's about great. College Park. <laughs> um, I love having you on. <laughs> Since we're talking about College Park, it was just announced that Bruno Zucchini from Pizza Bruno's will be opening a bagel stand in the new Foxtail Coffee taking over Hubbly Bubbly 
at Parr and Edgewater Drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we announced that before that Foxtail was moving into the old Hubbly Bubbly. Okay. Now it will also have a bagel shop operated by Bruno. I think that's awesome. I like well, that. They, they'll be making them there? Yeah. Bagels? And water ones, too. So they're, like, boiled. That gives them like that that skin, that chewy skin. Yeah. That is that is the way to make a bagel. And Bruno knows about bagels because he makes those garlic knots. Yes. I. He's a New Yorker, right? They, New Yorker. they all know how to make bagels. Yeah. <laughs> You're a baker. He's a baker, and a candlestick maker. He knows what he's talking. About. <laughs> he knows everything, and he also can sing Broadway tunes while he does it. <laughs> while patting his head and rubbing his belly. That's at 3405 Edgewater Drive. Keep your eyes peeled for that sign to show up on Edgewater anytime now. Uh, if you're a local startup, you could raise a hundred thousand dollars for yourself from Rise of the Rest. It's a touring incubator program pitch program led by steve case he's the co-founder of aol that tour is going to be launching here in orlando it's huh. huge it's like a southeast tour uh on april 29th so you still have time to get your pitch together and apply again a hundred thousand dollars seed funding for really cool startups that's, that's a big deal we want all of those something? things to come here me myself yeah you what would i pitch uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but see, either. it should be your idea. Not bungalow? Why are you asking should me what idea? your idea should be? Because <laughs> you keep tabs. Oh, do you? <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Since <laughs> we're here we're here in Audubon Park, they're looking for some a few good artists to come and check in. And you know what? We're out of time. We'll tell you all about it when we get back from the break. If you're a mural artist, tune in in a couple minutes after the commercials. See you soon. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Receive a certificate that meets requirements for both Orange County and State of Florida down payment assistance programs at our first-time home buyers workshop on Saturday, March 9th at our Hiawassee branch. Celebrate National Social Worker Month with Reaching Out, a community resource fair at Orlando Public Library on Monday, March 11th. Learn about the many valuable resources that are at your fingertips. On Wednesday, March 13th, the Melrose Center at Orlando Public Library welcomes Davy J of Mealy and J Business and Entertainment Law, who will discuss how to start making money with your music. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. I've been there too. It's Friday night, and rather than hitting up the same old scene, you're desperate to do something amazing, memorable, or even inspiring. Well, friends, we've got you covered. Hi, this is John Reif. I'm the owner of East End Market, and we are cooking up an event series sure to cure this common Friday night conundrum. Starting Friday, March 15th, and happening every third Friday, we're hosting a free event we're calling the Evening Exchange. Packed full of interactive workshops, trend-setting makers, culinary demonstrations, specialty cocktail bars, food specials, curators, and risk-takers. It's going to be a menagerie of awesomeness. So we hope you'll mark your calendars and come experience the evening exchange for yourself. For more information, check out eastendmkt.com forward slash E-V-E-X. 
and we hope to see you Friday evening, March 15th. Welcome back from the break. I'm the dead frog floating in your pool. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And with me tonight is Scotty Campbell. Scotty, how you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah? Scotty's filling in. Uh, thank you for, for filling John in for John. Yeah, he's always gone on vacations. Must be nice. Yeah. I don't want to complain, but I wish I was out on a cruise boat with Tom and Dan. Drinking too much. I wish I was out on a cruise boat. By yourself? Yeah, just me. <laughs> a big, a big I got to be honest. Cruise boats are my zombie exit plan. If there's ever a zombie, zombie what invasion. what if the zombies are on the cruise? No. Ooh, you won't no. be able to get off. No, kill, no, kill them all, and then you just take off with the boat by yourself. Yeah, I don't think that'll be how it works. Listen, this is my plan. I'm not going to let you poop I'm, in my Cheerios here, you, Scotty. You've never done this, though, going on a, on a cruise, have you? No. It's I'm quite not, awesome. I'm just going to park it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm just going to like park it somewhere. Have a great time. Okay. Not wear pants. Didn't we have something about murals to talk about? I guess. Uh, we were talking, before the break, we were talking about a call to artists that Audubon Parks has. Uh, they're looking for local artists to paint pictures, pretty pictures of endangered Florida birds. Oh, okay. So if you like birds and you like painting and you live in Orlando, this is for you. So where are they going to paint these? Where's the I wall I saw space? a couple pictures. One of them is at East End Market, which I was supposed to be hooking them up with. So I'm a little bummed that they stole my canvases away from me. I'll be <laughs> talking to the Main Street District about that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few different. You're going to have to talk to them. You can, uh, If you have an idea, just go over to bungalore.com. Type in Audubon Art into our search bar, and it should pop right up. Florida so, endangered birds. Do you know any Florida endangered birds, Scotty? Uh, endangered birds? Yeah. No, in Florida? not offhand. Scrub jay. Florida scrub, scrub jay. jay is, that's an endangered one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we love. We do. We uh, love and they're endemic to Florida. I, I feel like pretty much they're all uh, endangered at this point, the way that we're going. God, you are... No, true, full right? of beer right now. I'm not full of beer. Smoking an imaginary oh cigarette, gosh. Scotty. I'm clock you on the head with this microphone. My favorite thing about recording this is you have to be nice. <laughs> I and just said I was going to clock him. you on the head with yeah, my microphone. I don't think it was Otherwise, you'd be cussing. <laughs> 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 Who's afraid of someone that says clock you? <laughs> so speaking of murals, I wanted to bring out those two new awesome murals that Floyd's Barbershops are doing. By my new crush, Jonas Never. He's got 100,000 followers on Instagram, and he's out of Venice Beach. He just did a beautiful mural of uh, Queen. What, yeah, Freddie Mercury? Uh, Eddie, Freddie Mercury. Um, for Floyd's Barbershop. Floyd's yeah. brought him up to do two locations. And that's over in Mills uh, Shifty. And, Mills Shifty. Uh, Hashtag. And uh, over there near my alma mater, our alma mater, uh, Rollins, they have, a, it's a great uh, portrait of Mr. Rogers, one of my heroes. Wearing a Rollins sweater, because he's actually... Graduated from Rollins, right? Yeah, he's wearing a sweater, and it was nice. They put the little R on it. Uh-huh. Um, he he put Jonas put the little R on it, and then if, and then he has uh, his uh, tiger puppet. His kind of if you if you've seen the documentaries or or read uh, a little bit about Mister Rogers, he's, he's kind of his alter ego, little Daniel <laughs> Tiger. 
I got to say, Jonas slipped into my DMs on Instagram and was like, hey, thanks for coming over. Because he met my dog and they like fell in love and got married. Bernie. Everybody falls in love with Bernie. And then he he was like, hey, I'm doing this Mr. Rogers thing next. Well, he's going to be wearing a Ron sweater. What else should I put in there? And I was like, "Uh, the tiger puppet. And he did. And that is such a great location because it's right in that little funky intersection, three-way intersection thing. And and, uh, it's going to go... A lot of uh, they have a walking a tour. There's a, a Mr. Rogers walking tour that already happens yes, in Winter you Park. Can, you can see his shoes and and his sweater. Yeah. at Cornell. I love it. That's going on through what through April, I think. It is. Yeah. Uh, the new DIY sushi place, Sushi Eat Station, is open in <laughs> Colonial. It's right next, right past Sam Flax at the Publix uh, supermarket. There, go check that out and. Uh, you know what, John? I had a chance to sit with Beth I'm Holbert. Not, She's I'm a regular. Oh, I said I'm having a I'm seizure. Not John, I'm Scotty, your your boyfriend. Well, you just ate up all my time. We got to point out my mistakes. Uh, we had I one of our listeners a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about those new e real estate platforms. Yes, like Rex and Open Door, where they'll buy and sell your house online. Yeah. And I made fun of John, and, and I got something wrong. And one of our regular listeners, Beth Hobart, who's like one of the top-selling realtors in Central Florida, yep, uh, reached and out awesome to me. On top of that, she clapped back at me. She said, uh, <laughs> you, "You got your your s wrong." And uh, let's go have coffee, and we'll talk about it. So here's a here's a quick interview that I did with Beth, where she schools me on why it's important to have a professional working for you and not a faceless machine. Dun, dun, dun. This is Brendan O'Connor. We're out in the field doing a rare follow-up uh, with our a friend, colleague, wonderful bungalower buddy supporter, Miss Beth Hobart from Mainframe Real Estate. Hi there. Hey, Beth. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is a follow-up to a story that John and I did I want to say a week or two ago mm-hmm. about Rex real estate and these new e real estate platforms that are launching all across the country. And specifically in reference to a comment that I made, I know you have a quote there. I do at, at 29 minutes, 39 seconds. <laughs> um, Brendan, you said, how did, how much did you pay for commission as a buyer? You asked John this and John said, I don't know. We just signed some papers. And then you said, well, you were hosed. You paid 6%. 6%. And so I wanted to clarify great. how this works, Brendan. <laughs> because I, you know what? I don't know that a lot of people understand. If you've never bought a home, sure. um, you might not know. That's so, me. Right. Even though I work with real estate agents and realtors right. all the time, obviously I made a huge mistake there. So what I was referring to specifically is that Rex... Uh, that new e-platform that we were just talking about, they charge reportedly a 2% commission fee on homes that they're dealing with. Uh, and so the issue was John was buying a home, which means he's not paying a commission. The seller is paying the commission, correct? Right, exactly. Okay, so, so he, you first are slap n- on my hand right there. Yes, you are not, as the buyer, paying, like stroking a check. You're not coming out of pocket for any fees related to that buyer's agent. The seller already puts money aside and out of the proceeds from the sale, that's how the listing agent and the buyer's agent gets paid. Uh, apologies. And that's all right. <laughs> Johnny and typi- didn't get hosed. 
<laughs> and typically what I see in our local market is 6%. It is negotiable, but it's 3% to the listing agent, um, 3% to the buyer's agent. And then we split that with our broker. Okay. So that's how it typically works and so in new construction as well. enough, Open Door launched, I want to say last year, 2018, mm -hmm. here locally. Uh, also an e-platform where they will buy and sell. Just They'll just buy your house outright, but they were still charging around that same commission rate. Rex just launched, and they're saying they're just doing the 2%, and they're saying that they're doing that by going skipping out on the whole MLS platform, cutting out the middleman, which are realtors, and going direct with uh, to the consumer via machine learning and AI and keeping those rates low. But what they're not telling us, you say, are some maybe hidden fees. Yeah, and I did some, I did some research on Rex, and really um, their properties are not on the MLS, as you said, which okay. I feel is limiting to the seller because it's less exposure, smaller pool of buyers to, to choose from. Sure. Um, I also um, found out that, um, you know, it, they tout this whole thing where their agents are paid hourly instead of commission. Um, it's been my experience that usually the, the the realtors that will work for companies like this, or um, you know, maybe they cannot um, navigate real estate in the traditional sense where they're making a commission. Maybe they don't make enough, so they are looking for that hourly wage, um, and therefore might not be experienced. And they might be part-time realtors. And really, the question is, do you want that type of representation for yourself? Um, so I don't. I, I don't think this is good for the consumer. And also, um, the way that they handle buyers agents in this sense is the seller, yes, would pay the two percent. And if I'm a buyers agent and my buyer wants to buy a Rex home then they would have to, in that case, pay me for, you know, for Out my of commission. Right. right. Or use a Rex representative um, and then there's no fee because they're being paid by the hourly. Which is what they're so, promoting. Correct. Okay. And I think also it's for homes that are 400000 and up, which that makes no sense to me because those are the hardest properties to sell at the higher tiers. Those are more likely to sit on the market if they, you know, don't have, if they're not priced right or don't have um, good marketing. Um, it, it's just there's a smaller pool of buyers at the higher tiers. Um, so I'm not sure how that would be really beneficial. So Beth, I'm um, seeing, we were talking about this off air, uh, I'm seeing, I don't think the Z platforms are going away. We're just seeing a lot of them spring up. I've seen them more as like an entry point or last chance buyer opportunity, selling opportunity for people who maybe don't care about that cushion of cash uh, that they might be losing on those sales just yeah. because of some immediacy. And then I'm seeing traditional uh, realtors like yourself is more of like transitioning into more like boutique services. Right. Uh, in the sense that you go to bat for the people that you're representing. Yeah. And you are doing things like, for instance, you're making sure that there's certain things in the price that are negotiated before they're bought, like roofing, certain essentials that you need in order to get insurance. Right. So when I'm walking through a house with a buyer, I'll, you know, I'll basically look at, you know, what, what is the um, electric panel? Does it look like an older panel where we can't get insurance? How does the plumbing look? Is it copper? Is it polybutylene where it's harder to get insurance with that type of piping? You Fancy know, word. Are there, um, <laughs> are there, you know, how old is the HVAC? Because after 10 years, it loses its, its efficiency. Sure. And then, you know, you might have trouble getting insurance if the roof is old, the HVAC is old, that water heater is old. There's different intricacies that you need to know when going into a house that 
that I don't know how AI or an algorithm is going to help you negotiate your way through a transaction that it can get complex if there there could be title issues or inspection issues or and you did all a great you've worked with Open Door before you helped liaise, liaise. a sale uh, <laughs> a, a sale or a purchase of a of so a I worked with a buyer property. okay and so um I, I've had a couple of transactions on the buyer side for that and so what it felt like was almost like a bank transaction where um, obviously there's no seller's disclosures you have to rely heavily on your inspection um, and you know and we negotiated on several points but you know it was one of those things where you know when you do an inspection everything needs to be on the gas wasn't on then we had to have a reinspection they had to reimburse my buyer for that okay and the pool wasn't full and we had to get a leak um, we wanted to get um, it tested for a leak because I recommended that to my buyer because I was like I don't know why it's so low we had to fill the pool up ourselves because they were taking so long on the open door side so you know they're not really I don't know so there were there were little things like, like that like that drive me a little like crazy startup things <laughs> that they haven't worked out yet they don't have enough like facility workers or something yeah, to come and, out and make and sure you those know and, and that's just me just being picky but I think you know it's not I don't have a problem with there being disruptors in the market. Right. What I have a problem with is I don't know that they're always transparent with their fees, which can be seven to eight percent. You know, at the end of the day, aside, you know, unlike with traditional real estate, six, six generally six percent, you know, typically. Yeah. Um, so I think if you're going that route, make sure to look at all the fees because the last time my seller and I were kind of looking at their fee structure. We submitted their property to see, and they had a fee on that for $24,000, and they called it a, like a risk. let me see, open door customer service and, for service and sorry, open door customer experience and risk fee covers holding costs and liability by providing an all cash offer that allows your seller to choose within 14 to 60 days, providing certainty, after the option period, twenty four thousand dollars five oh twenty four thousand five hundred and thirty one dollars. And I know that's In a very thorough to, sentence. I have no idea what that means. Well, though. I mean, it's just it's just I mean, it's just their fee. It's just an additional <laughs> fee on top of all the fees right. that normally a seller would pay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, just be careful if you're out there in the market doing this because. We were we were like, why would we go that route? And then of course, then I got an offer. We sold, but um, they would have lost an, an additional like almost twenty five thousand dollars. So, which like who has twenty five thousand dollars to just throw away? I know. I mean, this is the biggest you know the biggest financial decision that you could potentially have. You want to have good representation so you get the highest and best price for your property as a seller. And if you're a buyer, you want to make sure that you have somebody in your corner in case things get a little sideways that can bring it back in. And an experienced realtor will know how to do that. An unexperienced realtor or an hourly paid part-time agent is not going to have that same experience, in, in my opinion. a hundred right. different portfolios around the region, right? Exactly. I would look into that model if you're going the Rex route, mm -hmm. just to make sure that the agents that you have are well-versed in real estate and negotiating on your behalf. Beth, we only have a couple more minutes. What's Where can people find you? If you go to BethSellsFlorida.com, uh, that's where you can reach me. I love it. And I think we're going to try and convince you to do a follow-up article to this uh, that spells everything out maybe a little bit more thoroughly. I would love to. And if anybody out there has any questions or anything, uh, you know, no strings attached. I'm always happy to, to talk real estate. And um, really what I will leave you with is if you think it's expensive to hire a professional to do the job, just wait until you hire an amateur. Be careful out there, people, and do your due diligence. And if I can help, just let me know. Thanks, Beth Hobart, Mainframe Real Estate.
And that's Beth Hobart. So she schooled me. She schooled me a little bit. I still think that e-platform services, Scotty, are not going to go away. I feel like they're kind of... Probably not. No. It's, and like it's, Amazon's going to get into it too. You could just buy your house on Amazon. Like, why wouldn't they, right? Put it on your Prime card. Um, <laughs> low barrier, if, if you're not all that concerned about margins and maybe you just need something quick and easy, then yeah, that's for you. But if you need every penny and there's and it's maybe a tougher sale, like not buy the book, having a professional there to do that for you makes sense. But I will say that uh, anytime Beth wants to school you on things, she is welcome. I think I we're mean, actually, she's going to hopefully do a write-up for us, just like I said at yeah. the end of the segment. And I'm hoping uh, that... She's very busy, but I'd love if anybody has like real estate questions that they want to send in. She's she has said that she's more than willing to answer them. And we could have like an ongoing segment. Ask Beth, and right? She'll, and she'll tell you how, how to figure it all out. I just want to talk to her about you and the laundry, and see what she can help me with on oh that. Oh my gosh! No, one of my girl. Beth, doing help laundry. me! Get out of here! <laughs> hey, we just saw a soccer match. We did, and it which was, was awesome. awesome. And we have to give a shout out to Ford yes, and Sun State they Ford, us right, for hooking us up, man. We were right, like we were the VIP that, is that club level. Is that yeah, what the yeah. clubhouse uh, air conditioning? We got to eat whatever we wanted and drink whatever we they wanted. They had coolers of ice cold water that you didn't have to pay for. You could just walk up and, and grab a water. And then our boys, that game was so exciting. Such so an exciting. exciting game! I loved every minute. Uh, hopefully, Ford will take us back. And again, thank you, Ford, for the F-150 that they let me drive all weekend. It was crazy. Where else did they send us? They sent us to the, the, you, the Strawberry Strawberry Festival. I went on Sunday, which was pretty good. I was more excited about just driving that giant F-150 up and down I-4. Uh, I mourned having to turn it back in on well, Monday. I have some good news for you because we just saw our friend uh, Fred Berliner sure. from uh, uh, Mullinax, and he said in about a year they're coming out with a hybrid of the F-150. I'll take it, so. man. Maybe, oh, oh, my gosh. Hopefully, we're still influencers and we can take that out. When right. it comes <laughs> uh, anyway, so thank you again for uh, Sun State Ford we for taking care of us. We a uh, shout-out to the Yard Bar because they let us stow our bikes, yes. <laughs> which we <laughs> forgot our bike locks. We used, uh, if, if you need to go get a Ford, please go see Chris over at Sun State Ford, and he'll take care of you. Wow. Tell, tell him Bungalow or Essential you might get a discount. Earth Fair, this just came out. Earth Fair Organic Grocer is opening on March 20th. That's in the Lucerne, Novel Lucerne building. They're building just south of the 408 okay. in downtown Orlando. Uh, 7 a.m. March 20th. It's at 9 West Gore. That's going to be a game changer for downtown. It's great to see something. We only have one grocery store in downtown Orlando, and it's Publix, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are a bulk, so no styrofoam, organic. I'm into it. I'm into it, Scotty. Nice. Oh, Earth okay. Fair. Uh, we're going to be writing about a new coffee shop slash dog park called Cups and Pups. <laughs> but it's opening in Lockhart, which is outside of our coverage area. But I'm hoping we can slip something in there somewhere. So okay. I just need to find what that it sounds is. Sounds like fun. Florida Film Festival is coming up on April 18th. Very exciting. We're media sponsors, so we'll have lots of deals. If you're a bungalow or bundle subscriber, you're going to be getting free movie passes in that in your bundle. So stick through us. Stick with it through April. <laughs> Tell your friends they can get one, too. It's very exciting. 
Is there anything in particular that you've heard of coming to Florida Film Festival that you're I haven't. About? They actually haven't. haven't announced the schedule oh, yet. Oh, right. There's a, like going to be like a big on the twentieth. Uh, I'll be going, so we'll be able to tell people then, and we're yeah. going to have a, a post coming up sharing the, most of the schedule. It's going to be huge. Can't share all of it. Uh, and, yeah, so let's get to events. But, actually, before I get to events, Scotty, I want to say our friends at Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company are going to be bringing back the Bungalower Lemonade Yay. on March 26th. We get $1 of every draft beer that they pour from the Bungalower Lemonade goes to into a little kitty. And we're going to use that to pay for a really cool public art project that we've been working on for a little bit in Mills 50. It's going to be magical. Stay tuned. Uh, Event-wise, Fiddler on the Roof is happening at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. And we can't sing any of it, can we? Because we'd have to pay rights. Um, you guys lose out. It hasn't stopped me before. <laughs> I'll be honest, Scotty. Clearly, you don't listen to the show. Because I sing every single <laughs> episode. <laughs> I've been in that show before. Who are you? High school. I was Nahum the Beggar. Oh, of course. God bless and keep the czar far away from us. <laughs> okay, now we got it. Now we got to pay. Oh crap! That's such a theater thing to laugh at too. You're so you're such a theater nerd. Golden Gals Live is happening at Footlight Theater at the Parliament House Resort. Speaking of Doug Bowser. He's oh, going to be in it. $20 tickets. Starts at 730 at Footlight Theater. It's it's Golden Girls, Scotty, but all drag queens. Yeah. Yeah, with Ginger Minj, right? I don't think so. Oh, you don't I didn't so. really recognize any of the names. <laughs> Gidget? Gidget Galore? She Gidget's in Gidget? it. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Ginger. And Doug. That's all I know. Anyway. But, like, hilarious. And if you go see a show, anytime you go see a show at Parliament House, uh, you get to go to the clubs for free after. That's you get a little right. wristband. So, like, worth it. Yeah. You, you get a couple shows. And we should just mention, you, you should uh, use a Lyft or Uber. Yes. Because heavy drinks. We only have a couple minutes. So, let me get okay. through this quick sprint. Uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, it's the Lou Gardens plant sale, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free admission to the, to the parks, the Botanical Garden. <laughs> 50 different plant vendors, food trucks. It's gorgeous. One of my favorite events of the year. I love the plant sale. You're making a face. I'm not allowed to talk. No. Because you're afraid I'm going to come home with another plant. Saturday (laughs) in the park is happening at Dartmouth Park. That's a College Park Neighborhood Association event. That's pretty cool. 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Very family friendly. It's also a fundraiser. So I think it's a $25 entry fee. Uh, Concerts, kid activities, wholesome, small town fun. Sounds like fun. Uh, Flow Piano Sound Bath is 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. It's an improvised, shamanic, continuous piano music recital that will slow down time. It's basically piano meditation. This guy just plays, riffs off piano music for an hour and a half, and it's like tantric. Tantric piano playing. It sounds oh. crazy. You should definitely do some mushrooms before you go, if you're into that. <laughs> uh, there's a Sri Lankan food pop-up happening at East End Market. Well, not again. It's like curry and stuff. <laughs> Truck Touchathon at Trinity Church downtown from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Kids love it. Five bucks. They all get to play, hang, climb over big trucks, construction equipment, police cars. Oh my gosh, only half a minute left. Colonial Town North Neighborhood Garage Sales happening all weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It starts at 7 a.m. That's part of an overflow of the Lugard Plant Sale since everybody's going to be there parking far away and walking. Go buy some stuff on your way to the plant sale. 
Uncomfortable Brunch is screening Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? 1 p.m. at Will's Pub for $10 admission. You also get brunch. And the original Clash of the Titans is playing at NZN at 9.30 p.m. with the gorgeous Harry Hamlin. I love him. And that's it. We're out of time. Scotty, thank you so much for filling in. You are welcome. Thank you to Red Light, Red Light for letting us distract everybody and speak loudly in the back of the room. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with John Bustricker as co-host. Scotty, we'll miss you. We'll see.